was a Friday evening, I always remember it. I was up, I was in Clark on the job, and I was walking to hit a tools in hand, and next to it just blacked out. And uh, came around, and uh, I was in Lemons. I woke up, and the man says to me, You've a problem, it's your heart drive. I was told inside that my heart stopped. And I can't, all I remember is being jolted, you know, as I was brought back to life. For, for, the, for that two weeks, I was so stressed and lost all my hair. If I wasn't as fit as I was, I would have died. For that three months was hell. Couldn't get out of bed. I was, I was, I didn't know, because I was unconscious. I didn't see no white light last time when I could see that, it was just blank. It was frightening. I was, I was depressed. I was sick. Hello and welcome to A Little Bit of Wellness. I'm joined here by my guest and thankfully I can call it a friend, Trevor Horn. Trevor, welcome right. to the show. Thank you. So, um, let's get cracking straight into it. Uh, fitness, massive part of your daily life. Can you tell me about that journey and how it started? Uh, well, I'm at it for the last 25 years. Uh, I'm sure my age. <laughs> um, what started was I had... Um, I was with my grandmother's in the gym around the corner called Jimmy Mahoney's. It was a real hardcore gym. No, it's not like the gyms of today where you have clean carpets, music, and all that kind of stuff. This was dirty carpets, smell of cat's piss. <laughs> Typical boxing gym. Boxing gym, rusty weights, um, holes in the roofs, so if it started raining, you had to avoid one spot to, if you were doing a bit of weights, you had to avoid that spot. There was no women allowed at that time in the gym. Really? But there was posters on the wall of women. Um, do you know the ones in Charlie's Angels? And it was one, but there was no women allowed. <laughs> but the owner used to bring in women at night to train himself. So it was, I don't know what he was at. Bit controversial. Yes, the controversial. So it's his way. So I remember when my dad bring me up, I was, I say I was about 15, 16. And there was these four or five guys up there. Massive guys you now. One guy was Mr. Ireland. At the time he was going for Mr. Ireland. So I knew nothing about weights, I was to play football and um, since going there I put a bench. I this guy, he was 19 stone, ripped, big, roaring at me to do bench press. I couldn't lift my arms for three or four days. That's the first memory I have of doing weights. And after that, I stayed there for a, uh, I stayed there for a few years. Um, and what happened then was I fucked up my knee. I got a kick one in the knee and I fucked up my cushy ligament. Went for physio, um, went for physio about three, four months, and went back to football. Too early. Yeah. Um, went for a ball again and came down on it again. No, it's not like today. Today is, you know, the science behind it today. Yeah. You rest up in the injury for four, one or two years till you're fully back. But back then, I don't think they had a clue. You know, they had the science that they had then. Um, so I'm back into, back into bodybuilding again when I was about 18 when, happy, when my knee happened to me. I'm back into weightlifting again and I trained up there for about two years until one day I was up there, I rolled the weight along to pass it on to the mate of mine and the weight rolled onto the side and broke a mirror. Massive mirror, mirror was to be about six, seven foot high. The owner looked at me and I said, look I replaced it, I replaced it, but my name was blackened after that. Yeah. So I left and I went up to a gym in the complex. I was oh, yeah. yeah. 2021. 20, 20, uh, 20, I was 11 stone when I was 18. And when I was 26 before I did a competition, I ended up about 17 and a half stone. And mainly muscle. I mainly muscle. No steroids. <laughs> Get that in there. Just let you know, I never, <laughs> I never take any steroids in my life, right? They're the worst thing. It's like throwing a dice. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. I did take creatine, I did take protein, I did look after my diet. But I had three, four guys around me that I was training with. Actually, one guy was Mr. Ireland in a bench press competition. He was world champion. And he, as I say, I, he was guided, I was guided by him, so um, that's why my weight went up. I did uh, a bench press competition, I did a bodybuilding competition, and uh, I did two competitions. I, I was coming in about 17 stone at the time. Then, my youngest, oldest was born, yeah, 
And I used to be training two or three hours a day. And when she was born, uh, then all changed. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, they, they talk about father time. Just... Priorities had to change. I could barely get 45 to 50 minutes in now if I can. Um, so that was my kind of journey um, with, with the weightlifting. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Um, as I say, it's, it is standing to me to want to know because as I say I'm 46 in two weeks time. <laughs> so yeah, I'm showing my age, and it's, it has benefited me because I say I can do most things that a 21 year old can do still, and my missus thinks I act like a 15 year old, but that's another story. <laughs> I can vote for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but uh, I I kept up my fitness levels. Yeah. I kept up my my body the body building so yeah that's my kind of story with the with the weights exactly and like you were saying there that mr arnold that that was the thing back then it was all about bodybuilding that was the only oh, image terrible, yeah. it was proper like that like in recent years how do you feel that the industry has changed in that way uh the industry's changed in a way where it's all image now right it's all about it's all about the brands it's all about the clothes it's all about the the hair the makeup i know for women um at the end of the day how it's changed it's gone more softer, you know. I don't think people have trained trained hard enough know these days. Yeah. I think there's a lot got to do with this as well. Um, that you might only train for five minutes, and you might, might be inside the gym, and everybody might be there for an hour. You know, it's yeah, it's, yeah. There's people have that way of looking. I I was I I trained a girl one time, and she trained for five minutes, and she put up a post one day that you know she trained hard to train session for an hour. You know. Back then, it, it, it's it, back then you train hard, you know, and it, it, it wasn't image conscious as it is now. Yeah, you train for you, you train for you. Like, you, train for you. Yeah. you train for, you know, to, you know, get strong, um, to be more confident in yourself, um, to have confidence, um, to look good in clothes. But now it's, it's more image. It's, um, I'll be honest, it's jealousy. Yeah, it's, it's it's got envy. It's gone. Who's better than who? Mm -hmm. Um. So you see one guy lifting away there in the corner. Why is he? How come he's lifting that? I'm lifting, lifting that. It's that kind of way. But back then, it was just more for yourself. Um. And it's more for confidence. Um. But it has it has gone softer. Yeah. In terms of people training. I mean, if I if if I had people train with me, I I train. I train. Yeah. Believe me, I would train. Like, okay. Um. I train. Ten, I train with high inten high intensity. Yeah, no. If you want to crack, if you want to have a go at me, if you want, I don't mind. Um, anytime, I'm here. <laughs> and just for yourself, you've done like so. You've been in the part of the industry when it was back then. It was all bodybuilding and things like that. Now it's changed to an image kind of place. Mm -hmm. You have your own Instagram page, all to new training. Can you tell us a bit about that? That is it's just the thing I, I wanted to do. Um, in terms of trying to get the old school back into the the, the new kind of style that is out there. There's so many exercises out there now. Back then there was only there was a limited amount of exercise you did. Like I was with the Aaron Swartz ages, you know, looking at him and a few different guys. But um, I just wanted to bring kind of new style into it, um, just to give it a bit of a, a different kind of a quirk, different way of training, different way of thinking. Because um, you see guys in gyms coming in, they come in to fix the hair, fix the top, post on Instagram. Whereas I'm in the corner, I knew my exercises, right? I'm training in the way and I want to say, like, he's doing that wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you like you like the teacher, but you show him and then Oh people get so insulted when you actually correct him. Oh, yeah. It's so unbelievable. It's that ego like that. It's, it's that ego. One story when I was here one time and they started here first, there was a guy upstairs, a big guy, and uh, he was uh, he was doing the weights wrong, he was doing something wrong. And I just stood up and I said, Look, just check your form, you can hide insult it. And it kind of he kinda of gets to tick me, he says to me, What the fuck do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I said I said to my one thing, I said I remember my gosh man <laughs> I says when you were fucking shitting in your nappies I said I'm still training that you know I said don't talk to me about it I says it's not an ego thing so I always say to people like leave your fucking ego outside the door because you bring an ego and you try to tell me wait which time you're fucking fuck you're fifty yeah, you broke up yeah. you broke up like yeah. you know um hmm. that that way so my training basically is just trying to bring bring uh, the old style in into the new style, trying to, trying to hybrid them. Um, 
and so it's 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 good. It's good. It's good reviews. Good pay, good good. Yeah, um, no, definitely. Because this is one thing I would say about it. Uh, you were saying is that like so you've kind of varied the exercise. So if some person is struggling with a heavy weight or they can lift the heavy weight, you bring it down to a lower weight, but you make it into uh, an eccentric hole or something yeah, like that. And it's just all little adaptations that make a huge difference. Like yeah, I mean I I trained yesterday and I trained on Sunday. Today's Tuesday, and my chest is still sore. Yeah. So and I didn't use any heavy weights. I haven't bench pressed in. Yeah. I've been stressed in two years. Yeah. And uh, I still can I still can do the, the peck peck dance, alright. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Terry Cruz. Mr. Terry Cruz, hit your heart out, yeah. So it look, as I say, it's just about about using your imagination. It's about right. If it's today I'm gonna to do four sets of ten, that doesn't work for me. I'm gonna keep on doing that, it's not gonna work. You have to change it up. Yeah, especially if you get older. Exactly. Yeah, you get older keep it fresh. Yeah, you have to keep it fresh by the time you're by the time you're forty or fifty, like the muscles will be really that like you have to kind of change it up all the time. That's why that's why I brought it that training as well. Just to show people that the older you get you need to kind of mix mix things up all the time and yeah, it's working, yeah. It's good. And how did you feel you were saying that like women weren't allowed in the gyms at the time? Was that a rule or was it just, just for that gym in particular? And how do you feel it's came now with the fact women are really involved in fitness? Uh, I didn't like it, right? The way I think your man was he was a bit sexist, um, to be honest with you. He was very very narrow minded guy. Um, he was he, he was a he was a, he was a bodybuilder himself, but I don't know, was it jealousy but jealousy with him that he didn't know women come in because he didn't want to see other, other guys watching what women were coming in as well. I don't know what it was with him. Um, so I, I it was wrong back then. Uh, now um, I love seeing it. You know, seeing girls coming in, women coming in training because a gym is a very intimidating class. It is. Yeah. Um, and I tried to promote it. I mean, we had we, before the first lockdown. There was uh, we had I think there was all women inside the gym. And I love this because you know it's great to see yeah. um, how it's changed. Um, I think women are more into it. Um, they're more they're more body conscious. Um, in, not not the way of being like you know not vanity or anything, but it, like it's just it's a good way um, of showing them like you know that. Being strong is healthy, and it's more confidence from as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I say I love seeing women coming in training. Yeah, and that, you know. I'm the same. I think the fact that you see a lot of our women trainers not promoted, they're even ahead of the men a lot of them. I think there's a few. Yeah, there's a, there's a few there. There's a bit of a more balance of power. It's really important. Yeah, it's very important. Um, in terms of, yeah, with, even with weights, you know, there's, I, there's a few. There's a few girls I follow on Instagram there that. Jesus, the stuff that the waist they've lifting is, is incredible. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of them to lift way more made it. Yeah, it's, um, it's just the fact that like, I, you know, I have a client, she's 60 years old, and she can lift half, she can lift more than... That's the woman that's squatting 100 kgs, is it? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the woman that's squatting 100 kgs. Um, yeah. She's been training for the last um, nearly eight years with me. Yeah. And uh, she, she's, she's amazing, being honest, just for what she does. She's great termina termination, um, but if you look at her, they're tough though, and they're very resilient, I know it's about, and that's one thing. Yeah, they are, yeah. They're a lot they, more resilient than lads, their lads control a little fit about the training, but women really, they really push themselves. Yeah, they do, they, I, I have a few clients now at the moment, and they're, they are really pushing themselves, and I'm just going to myself, if they had a mindset of guys, you know. Yeah. They'd have wilted by now. Yeah, like, they'd have wilted by now, yeah, so. Um, yeah, it's great, great to see. Yeah, there's one thing I often say to a lot of people, and it's caught by Fred DeVito, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And that's a yeah. huge thing. In the, like, if you're not going to put in the work, like you're trying to use dairy eight years to work up to that level, people think you should click your fingers. There we yeah. go. My saying is, if you, if you don't put in an effort in time, it's not going to come to you on a single plate. So you have to put in the effort in time. Everything, everything in life, you know, weights, uh, relationships, studies and all that, so you have to put in different time. Yeah. That's my mom. What you put into is what you know. What you put into is what you prepare to fail, fail to prepare. Yeah, exactly, yeah. like that. So just to finish off in fitness itself, uh, what advice would you give to someone say starting out thinking about getting into fitness or trying to go into the industry like we are? Um, just have, have a good think about it because it is saturated. Uh, not, no, look, everyone is entitled to, you know, being a personal trainer, being a coach. But at the moment, it is saturated um, in terms of, I remember back when I started the first 20 years ago, there was only three traders in North Kerry. There was myself, a guy from Belly High, and Maggie Larish. Uh, Maggie Larish, great trainer for women. Um, that was all I was in it. I mean, I was the, if someone wanted to go around and stall, it was me, to, I was mm -hmm. going to me. No, they're everywhere. No, and it's not a, it's not a bad thing. Your know, competition is good. Um, you put in the long hours. Uh, just remember that if you have family, that is going to suffer a small bit. 
um, had something with me uh, at the start that I see my I always remember I see my kids um, grow up inside where I had my played my gym out of my, my own house and I see my kids playing and I was showing the client and do you know you look and say, is this worth it? Yeah. Is is so you have to you have to be more smarter, more cuter about it than you know, packed in. Um, but what I say to people, try it, give it a try, but expect long hours, it's not gonna fall into a place. Um, just before I finish up with it, I always remember this guy, he kind of started out in the, in the personal training and he was kind of this big, he had a big ego. And I met him in the pub one night and he says to me, well, he says, you know, it's all this stuff. And he says, oh, I'm a personal trainer, you know, and I just like that. I says, oh my, I says, big deal, it's a job. <laughs> it's a fucking job. I said, look, don't go around like that because I said, you're big hate. I said, we'll get you over. I says, be modest. And I says, be yourself in front of people. Yeah. I said, if you're going to be this guy that's going to be, yeah, do you know, I did this and I did that, do you know, I benched this girl's and I did 20, I did 20 clients this week. That's all right. That's not That's not good. I say, age with experience, as I say, as I, as I get more experience in this, as I say, you see a lot of things. Um, in terms of um, try it, I would try it. If, if you like it, try it. If you're in the fitness, try it. Give it a go. Just so, be, be yourself. Don't be yourself. a false persona and look okay. after appearance. Look after your well-being, look after your family, look after your time with your kids as well because my, my, my girls now are 18 and 16 and um, you remember them, they look, they, you look at this, we're small, the door, no look at them, they're just walking past you and they're tall as you. Kind of goes like that. And they're still my majority of Yeah, my oldest is anyway, my oldest, my oldest is, is, is um, yeah, she's always correct. Look, come here to me, we always have to have one child in the family. That's true, <laughs> have to keep it going. Um, so, in terms of other things that kind of happened in your life, something significant happened in your life like a number of years back. Um, could you share that with us? I can. Uh, I'll give you a brief um, story about it. Uh, when I was about uh, 20, what age was I? 27, 28 at the time, 2004, I remember, I remember the date. I was working as a stonemason at the time because during that time the, the gyms were, uh, it wasn't as popular as now, so I kind of went back to stonework. But I was also bouncing, and I was also trained in, into competition. And um, I always remember one day, I, I, I know what I was doing, I was born in Canada about ends. But what happened one day was, it was a Friday evening, I always remember it. I was, up, I was inside the park doing a job, and I was walking up the hill with tools in hand, and the next one it just flapped out. And uh, came around, and uh, I was in Lambert. And they had all these fucking, sorry, no language. They had all these things hooked up to me, and... Um, you check my heart, and I walk up, and the man says to me, "You've bumped your heart, Trev." And I said, "What's wrong with it?" He says, "Daddy, look, it's it's not. Look, we'll, we'll get you into the hospital." I blacked out again. I was told inside that my heart stopped, and I can't. All I remember is being jolted. No, as I say, it was brought back to life. Do you know what they had? They were called shockers on you. Um, and. I got, I was, it was due to stress. No, that's what they're saying, it was due to stress. No, I was in hospital for two weeks. Um, it was the most stressful time in my life. Liam, my oldest was just one. Uh, Angela was pregnant with Alice, and you know, I was inside the hospital. You know, you know, I was unsure what was going to happen. You know. for, for, the, for that two weeks, I was so stressed that I lost all my hair. Um, so my hair was falling up, pumps. No, there is, there is this thing, there is this thing in alopecia that comes up in family, but what happened was, the doctor says that if I wasn't so fit, if I wasn't as fit as I was, I would have died. But because the stress in your, of your heart, your heart was alright now, he said, come out your hair, so to cut your hair. So I'm a specialist about it, not going to do nothing, it's just, my hair fell up, I just used to be waking up in the bed, and what the fuck, and I look into the mirror and there's clumps coming out. I, had a, I was like Joey, I fucking like Joey Tribbiani on the friends, I get hair like that. But it just came out. So, um, I was put on this medication um, when I got out of the hospital. After come out, it was like it was like a wall. It was like a wall in front of me that someone was pushing me back all the time. I just couldn't move. It was like a brick wall in front of me. It was a very, very strange feeling. Um, so, for the next uh, three months, I was dead. Medication. I'm certain to feel what was happening because I, I, I had an appointment with um, a kind of cardiologist in Cork and it was taking three months to get up there. For that three months, it was hell. 
couldn't get out of bed. I'll always remember one day um, where we lived at the time. My Leah was Leah was up the back and she was calling me and she was on she was on the sun. I couldn't get out of bed. I don't know. I just couldn't get my head. So what happened was um, I had a beard down to there. I was like Jesus, with no hair. Um, what happened was Angela. I don't know if it was Angela or was it Angela's friend. I think it was Angela. Met a guy, and he was a good friend of mine. I used to wear something, and he was a priest. And he called up, he says, what the fuck are you on about? I says, it was a priest. It was a priest. And he says, uh, you're not dead, are you? I said, no, I'm not dead. He says, why are you feeling the damage yourself? I said, I'm not. I said, I said the medications keep me down, it's morbid. But it was too. Get out of the bed. Come on. I'm going to get pretty down to the bathroom, I'm going to get your beer cut off. And after that, he says, what won't kill you will make you stronger. Yeah. So there's my motto, if anyone wants to see my tattoo, that's what I have there. And I also have a date on it as well. Yeah, um, some story. So, when I went into hospital, it was Maybank Holiday weekend, it was uh, 30th of April. And when I woke up out of hospital, when I woke up, it was the 1st of May. My heart stopped in between, sometime in between midnight. And your life must have flashed to the... I didn't know because I was I was I was I didn't know because I was unconscious. I didn't see no white light lights, don't worry. I didn't see nothing, it was just blank. Um but it's um it's frightening. Mm-hmm. Frightening. For the for the for the three especially the three months afterwards I wasn't I was I was depressed. I was I was severely depressed. Lost my hair, didn't know what was wrong with going on me with the cardiologist. Look, what's your hair? It's been fighting. And with the days, what, what the days? 31st I wrote down, was in, there's no 31st of April. There's 30 days, that's September, April, May and November. So I have a tattoo there, 31st of the 4th. I was nowhere, so that's why I put the date on. Yeah. So just to let people know that you can't take life too seriously. Yes. We'll be back in the morning. 31st of April, Trevor Horn. Yeah, so that's what it is, yeah. That's why I put it down. So I was somewhere in between the 30th and the 1st of May. Crazy story, isn't it? So sorry, man. Yeah, and that's <coughs> it has affected me. No, no. What I have, what I have is it's, it's very, very mild. Um, but what was causing was stress was causing panic and worse. Um, it was stress, um, and it was just the worry of of the uncertainty of lying ahead. Like there's no like, do you know the COVID? Do you know what's not going on? It's just that it, it just opened up my way of thinking. It's more of a different that life. You can't treat life seriously. Life is life is there to be living. We're only here for a short while, like you know, so live it. Yeah. Um, and that's my motto since. So I wake up every day, grateful, grateful that I'm here, that I can wake up, my eyes open, and I can see my kids. I can do my bit of training. Um, I can train my clients, and um, I can, you know, stay focused and be grateful. That's my gratitude there. Yeah. Um, like you said there, it was like there was someone pushing you literally when you were walking. Has it like since then? Has it impacted your day-to-day life? Have you had an episode since what? Um, I was in was in holidays four or five years ago. I think it was the heat that caused that time. I think I was dehydrated. With this thing, you have to stay hydrated. You have to mind yourself. I wasn't minding myself. I was still going to the gym, but I think just the day that happened to me, I think there was certain fa- more factors came in. So the heat came in, the dehydration came in. Um, and I think that's what caused it as well. No, it was only very, very mild that caused it. Um, but with the brick wall in front of me, I'll always remember my dad how much he saw it. He was walking up the, the road with me and my dad was fitting that night and he says, he was looking at me and he was throwing shot the ice. I was walking very, 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 very slowly. He says, I can't. I said, I can't walk. I said, just, there's something pushing me back all the time. It was, I don't know what it was. I don't know it was the medication. I don't know it was just, I was, I was stressed out. The body was recovering. Um, but um, if you see a picture of me on the 1st of January 2004, I was 17 and a half stone. I was good shape, full head of hair. And on the, 30, on the 1st of January 2015, I went down to, I think down to 13 stone. So I lost four stone of muscle. Um, my hair was gone, but that's only it's only hair. But I was a totally different person. A shell of a shell of what I was. Yeah, that happened, you know. And um, 
it's a secret I have. I do not. I don't tell anyone. I don't tell anyone because look, you look, you look at personal trainers, you look at coaches. You think that you look at them to for inspiration. Say, right, look, he's fit. You don't think that nothing's going to happen. Um, but I was reading a very good article. Um, this woman has it. She's a super swim instructor, and she claps in front of her class, and she had it as well. Really? Yeah, she had it. She she was in the spinning class and she had it. And uh, she claps and she has uh, she has it under control. You know, it's 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 it can be kept under control. Um, it's a very very easy thing to kept under control if it's a bit of what mind yourself like. You know? Right. Yeah. And how, in terms of now your training and things like that, have you had to make adjustments to it, or is it just you're okay since then? Like I'm okay. I do more. I do more cardio. I look the older you get, you have to do cardio anyway because you have to keep your heart healthy. Goes right. Um. I just have to. My doctors always tell me to back off the weights, which I have, as I told you earlier on, that I don't lift heavy anymore. And it's one for my heart as well, for my joints as well. But, um, no, in terms of, I, I do more cardio, um, I do more, I do a bit of meditation. I, I meditate nearly every morning, you know, for about 10 minutes. I just, just get up, drink a glass of water, go on meditate, put on my meditation music, and it clears the head for the day. Yeah. And um, it's something that. What is something that I I I I have to keep on doing. This it, it's not it's not um it's I I don't have to keep on doing it like I, I can't stop this because if I stop it it's this thing could come back in, in and crawl back into my life again. So um but I have been taught I, 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 I talked to a few a few people now. I had a client that uh, that had it. She had it way worse than me and I know I, I know a guy that had it as well and he was way worse. And um they're dealing with it but I, I, I kinda of share my story with them that ちょっと見なくなるんですよ。よるんですよ。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待って。ちょっと待
it's my and and always said it that grief doesn't come to your door until you know it yourself. So you don't know what grief it feels like until it happens yourself. And I couldn't deal with it, so I had to get help. I had to go to I I had to go to fucking counselling about it. I had to go to grief counselling. I had to I had to fucking had to have a chat with him. Do you know? He had to, he had to, he, had to, he gave me the tools to, to cope with it. Yeah. Do you know? It's, it's it'll always be there, but like, I'm coping a bit better with it now. Like, you know? That's uh, it's uh, it was kind of a traumatic time in my life as well. You know when that happened as well. Um, no, I, it's, I have the tools and I have the, I have the kind of the skills to just to deal with it a bit better than normal life. But um, yeah, we're all human. It's going to happen all the time. So there are so many people that can't cope. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, people yeah. are committing suicide. Yeah, unbelievable rates. Like if just out of few figures here, like in connecting for life in Ireland is aimed to reduce suicide rate. Now we have reduced it. It's gone from five hundred sixteen in twenty sixteen to four hundred twenty one in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. It's still too high. It's still too high, yeah. Um, and when you look at it, would you think there's a higher suicide rate for men or women? I think it's even at the moment. It's actually men, and it's by four times the amount. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, of the five, what, 16 in 2016, 400 and something. I suppose men don't talk. That's what it is to come down to that. I don't talk. I, I promote all this thing, but I don't trust anyone to talk to them. That's not right. Um, yeah. Coming up to when I was in my twenties and uh, when I was in my early twenties, late twenties, and into my thirties, since when I got that thing, you know, you wouldn't get two words over me. Yeah. If something happened to me, I bottle it, yeah. bottle it. But that has it has to change. Men have to open up to like right. If there's a problem, you have to do something about it. It's going to eat you, and if it's eat you too much, it's going to it's going to cause you're going to have these negative thoughts, and it's going to lead to fucking suicide. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh yeah, it has affected me in ways. I have one or two people that, two mates that have committed suicide, like, and um, they say they never talked, they never opened up, they never had. Do you know, men don't do that. It's just it's just a macho thing. Um, do you know, it's a, it's a, it's a hard it's a hard men, mock thing, like you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not weakness. It's not weakness. Come here, look. It's not weakness. It's not weakness. It's, it's a lot braver to talk, actually. It is, yeah. It's you more you more strength to talk. Yeah. To be honest, um, and that's why. You, it's good to talk. Yeah. Believe me, it's good to talk out there. Uh, just in that note, guys, anyone that has lost anyone through suicide or mourns anyone, um, friend, family, anything like that, um, just know that any people are here, myself, Trevor, like that. If you want someone to talk to, make sure I get on to this. And um, those that haven't been lost, people still mourn from. I just remember that always. Um, just on that note, we better move on a small bit because yes. um, we'll be taking too much time. Uh, on a more positive note, diet is something very um, important in your life. It is. Um, um, you started doing competitions, you were saying, years back. How did you kind of, so diet is a massive thing with that. How did you learn about diet? Were you working with someone or was it reading up on it? It was reading up on it and it was, it was, it was, I had a mate of mine as well that was into it. Um, but it was a lot of prep in it. Um, and when I did this, it was very, very hard and it did affect me afterwards. And how it affected me afterwards was the only reason I, I, I say this is because I was so, so strict and I didn't even place in the competition. Do you know, and I was going, what was the fucking for like? I was eating Mars bars. I'm buying boxes and boxes of Mars bars. After. Afterwards. Okay. So the adjustment Fun. period was very difficult. It was very, very hard. And I was finding rappers and Oh, I did. That wasn't me, though. And after I did the competition, I ballooned up. I mean, I ballooned up like I was. I put on fat, like I put on weight. You know, I mean, I was ripped, and I put on weight afterwards. It was just the psychological of, of the, ha- the hardest. So what I always say to my clients like that: Don't go too hard on yourself. Look, be be your strict, be yourself for six days, and then have a fucking meal, have a, have a cheat meal. Yeah. Because it's it up there. Isn't to stay like that twenty four seven? You know, we're not going to win trophies. We're not going to. We're not going to be going on the beach. It's, it's it's different when you're an elite athlete and you have all the supports available to you, and you've people there that are doing it for you, and everything is tailored for you. Yeah. Like, but when you're on your own there, it's, it's very very hard. And you say, I'm going to cut this, cut this, cut this. Instead of having, the, I'm going to get rid of all this. Say, okay, I can have this as an alternative, mm-hmm. and it's still making me feel that I'm not completely just. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it was a crazy time. I've been honest, Chuck. Um, what I was eating was just chicken, broccoli, and rice. Yeah, that's all I was eating. But back then, like th- that time, there wasn't a lot of 
sides behind no, it was no. it was just pure strict there was no sides behind it there was you know it was just get into it get it done and you know, compete and compete if you you know I compete just to see how I would get on I don't know I you know um, I was disappointed um, but then you were up against guys that were on the all juicy yeah. juicy are you glad you did I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I used to get, I used to be walking the town with people thought I was on that. Yeah. I'm totally against it, like. Yeah. Do you know? Can't people say that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. um, No, I'm totally against it. It's like a roll of dice, right? You've six, six, right? Say cancer, whatever, whatever thing is on. Do you know whatever's on the dice? You roll it. Oh, I feel great when that down the line it happens. Yeah. I have mates that put pressure on me in my twenties to take it. I never took it. And I I see them now they have major 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 medical complications. Well, it's even up up in the mind, like yeah, you know, the, yeah. The, the, the pressure symptoms that come with it is just I'd say. I'll tell you a quick story before we finish that. Um, there was this guy actually it was the bodybuilder that was staffed off at me when I when I said the story when I was sixteen and he was Mr. Arnold. He was on he was on gear like he was on steroids, and I was walking up town on a Monday. I met him. I was, actually I was going to work in the Abbey. I was bouncing. And she was walking down me. I walked through the entrance of Rose Chile, and just the place was crowded. The next thing I did was walking on, boom, hit this fella. I said to him, hey, what's your fella? She's hit around the wheel. Yeah, what's your fella? Steroids, messed with his head. Yeah. Um, up and down so much. Like. It was a right rage, like he just saw a fella, looked at him, boom, man, job was cracked open. It's crazy. And he ran. And I had to call an ambulance, you know, I had to call the garage, man. And I, uh, I said, I don't know who did I said, I'd send you a random person with it, like, because that guy, he was massive, he was, he was also dangerous as well. And, you know, I don't want to be saying no names or not, but it was. He could turn on you easily. He could turn on you easily, yeah, very easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could tell you stories. I could, I could sit down here for two, three hours, yeah. tell, you stories, tell you stories about guys and steroids and, what they've done and um, what they haven't done and you know that is but it's at the highest level like it's in boxing crazy like everywhere yeah, it's just everywhere no. it's the, everywhere it's the, the access is too easy yeah I mean I do I, I do good I do deep in the morning and get it in the heavy air tomorrow morning so it's that easy like we have a podcast just purely talking about all the yeah reasons, we, you know? yeah <laughs> but, yeah it's so easy and it, the amount of again we go back to your the vanity and the jealousy of guys one guy is bigger than another. I want to get a big, I'm going to get as big as him. So what do I need to do? I need to take steroids. I need to get a big as him. So I want to do I'm going to be bigger, bigger than him. And it's it's the mindset of, of young fellas these days as well. They don't know. They, they don't realize that down the line. Yeah. Again, it's like the choice. It's dice. the big picture. Isn't the big picture. Yeah. 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 So uh, just on diet, the, the one question that I hate being asked, right? Get the whole. Is this good for me? Is this bad for me? I'm just like, oh my god, it's not a question. <laughs> it's not my vocabulary. Um, like there's so many variables to play. Um, when are you training that day? What have you already eaten previously? Yeah. What calorie count do you need to be in? Like it's just like you don't realize it's not good or bad. It's good for you or good for me. Yeah, it's good for, your, it's good for yourself. Look, last night I got a message last night asking me to calculate calories for a woman. And I calculated her from because she's a client of mine. And then she asked me about 20 questions afterwards. And I said, look, want you healthy eating? Yeah. Look, it's, it's, it's your weight is going down. It's just healthy eating. It, people are too focused now. There's too much stuff out there on Instagram, social media yeah. platforms that you, know, it, you see this, this girl here, she's on it, she's promoting this. And she might be good for her, but it might be good for you. Exactly, yeah. And she might only promote that because she's probably getting a few quid for it. Mm-hmm. And she's probably not taking herself. Yeah. And i give you a quick example. I know a girl that, that did a promotion for, she got this protein powder and she went in front of the camera and she was going, mmm, so good. I mean, she, the camera stopped. Spread it out. Spread it out. This, this, is, this is rotten. <laughs> rotten, she said. So, um, what's good for you is it's, it's, it's balanced. You have to have balance. Balanced diet. I mean, I'm plant-based. Yeah, I was just going to say, you can do it. I'm plant-based for the year. Um, it was hard to start, but I, I, I see benefits like morning gene. It generally is very, very good. Um, I started to put up kind of stuff on, on my Facebook page. Yeah. And my Instagram page, just to kind of give my experience over the year of it. Um, 
it's very hard when we do go up to East. You know, um, yeah, it's not actually completely available everywhere. Well, like, I mean, like I used to be going out, we used to be eating salads. Yeah. I used to be starving. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Give, me, give me a rice or give me a bean burger or give me a kind of a plant based burger. Give me in a minute, but um, if I pass it, if I if I pass a chip or no, and I get some other chips, I can eat. You can eat chips. So you can eat chips. Jimmy, mommy, me is. We need a lot of them. You know, that's that place still. It's the eye, though. Um, yeah, it's the eye, whatever die. But it is. I feel, I feel better. I feel I'm more energy and. And from your experience, like people always say, oh, you lose muscle mass, things like There's a lot of studies in the show, you don't lose muscle mass, there's a real divide. What, from your experience, what was it like from that uh, At the start, I, I lost a bit of weight. Uh, I took a picture of myself last year. Uh, I'm the same weight. I am, I, I'm the same weight. I have dropped body fat. Uh, I think I put on more muscle, I'll be honest with you. Okay. Um, to look at it, I think I've uh, more, again, more defined. More defined, yeah. I think I'm more defined, more shit. Uh, in terms of um, it's the protein intake because what about plant based diet is is uh, more it's, it's more carbohydrates it's more rice and more kind of uh, potatoes and stuff like that so your diet is more carbohydrate based but you can change that there is stuff out there that you can still go protein like so I kind of take a, a kind of a pea protein and I take uh, kind of soy yogurts and stuff like that so it does bring up my protein intake so I'm not losing any muscle mass uh, as studies have shown that. That um, actually yesterday, look, you met him one of the tennis, Jockovich. Uh, Jockovich, yeah. Jockovich, plant based. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, he he's said that he's some athlete. He's some athlete, and he's he said that. Uh, look, I'm not promoting it. Look, everyone is everyone has their own to their own life, but um, I just find I find this since it changed. Even my missus, you know, we've done it, um, and a few people that um, that I've been talking to, few one or two clients have has changed as well, and they are finding the beneficials of it. In the long run, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be, get bigger and bigger and bigger, um, because you can see more shops uh, around around the store, uh, around the place that there's more plant-based stuff coming in. So there is a market. Yeah. So there's a market for stuff, and it is getting bigger at the start. Last year, even last year, there was only a few things like that. All right, but all of a sudden, it's it is it is growing business, and it will. Do you think it'll fade out? I don't think so. I don't either. I think it's one of those that will stay. Really. I think it'll stay. Um, I think it's going to, I mean, if you, the, the stocks in, in, in the States at the moment, uh, the meat stocks are going down and the, yeah. plant, the plant based stocks are going up. So people are kind of changing. Look, it, it's, it's good for the environment as well. Like, yeah. you know, it's for every, for every quarter pound you're eating, you're, you know, you're killing the cow. For every bug you're eating, plant based bug you're, you're, you're killing nothing. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're just, it's coming from the ground. Like. Yeah. So, um, cholesterol has gone down. Um, Cholesterol has dropped. Uh, I have an ulcer in my stomach that's, that's, that doesn't play up with me anymore. Sure. Um, I have more energy. Um, I'm not as tired as I was. I'm not as sluggish. I don't bloat it anymore. Um, I find red meat zaps me. Yeah, red meat. It takes a lot of, like, meat takes about two or three days for your body to digest. Yeah. Like, I had steak yesterday at two o'clock yesterday and I came in here. I took my class at seven o'clock before the class. I, was, I actually felt sick. Mm. And not because I was nervous about the class, like, you know, I wouldn't care about the class, but like, wow, just um, I could feel, I was so heavy. Like, yeah. uh, I, had a, I had a shake this morning, I had animal milk, uh, I had a pea protein, I had blueberries, and a spoon of peanut butter. So that was my, uh, that was my breakfast this morning, and it's great, no bloatiness, and I feel pretty good, like, so, so. Mm -hmm. so it's, it, it, just the plant base is good. Look, it's not for everyone, but it, it is going to get bigger and benefits outweigh the, you know, the negative side of it. So, um, it's the way to go. It's the way to, it's going to go that way for a long, long time, I said. You're an endorser then? I'll be endorsed. I'll be an influencer. <laughs> so, if you could just give like, three quick tips for anyone to do their diet, three quick tips on just diet in general. Uh, don't focus on the scales. Um, don't be too hard on yourself uh, in terms of don't be going too strict and food wise um, if something is if something is bad for you and you're eating too much of it you know yourself in the back of your mind is, is bad for you you have to call it back simple as that self-awareness huh? a bit of self-awareness a bit of self-awareness just um, that you know it's bad and you keep on eating it get rid of it. All I do with my clients is if anything's there, you know, what you see is what if it's a front view of you eat it and all the side on the mind, 
it's not there. Yeah, you, you do go for the option. So yeah. everything you've talked about in the back of the press. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Camrys or whatever. Yeah. That stuff. Yeah. Even there. Right, we're nearly in. So the last part of the show, we always bring in a bit of the watery thing that I did before Christmas. Okay. So my first question is: Do you think conflict is a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, a good thing is in terms of. Um, it opens people's opinions. Um, once it doesn't go over, once it doesn't get heated. Yeah. The matter of it is important. I think. The matter of it is important. Once it's kept under control, conflict is good, and it is good in terms of people's thoughts that they can interchange them. Um, so conflict is good. Yeah. I think it comes back to the same general way we always we talked about previously. Like if you keep things bottled up, um, it's just going to keep building and building. The next thing it'll come to the surface and boils over. Like it's going to boil over. Yeah. 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 You know, if you at least you talk about it, you keep the matter controlled. Yes. If both it's amicable, you're listening. Listen, I think listening is the most important part of conflict. Mm -hmm. It's not what you say. It's what it's what, it's what you hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially with depression as well. You know, don't uh, go back to that. Like listen to people. Mm -hmm. Listen to their problems. You know. and we don't do it well enough all of us. I could certainly admit that I don't listen enough. Like I try and I've improved it, but it's still not there to the point that it's a personal training thing as well over the years. Um that um it's not about you. And it's not it's, it's about it's about the client, it's both it's about the person. So you have to listen to them. You have to and eighty percent is listening to them like what they want. So it's the same with the it's the same important stuff on you have to listen, like you have to you have to listen to the person, you can't share the problems. They're, they're confining you to, to talk about the problems, so you can't talk about your problems. So that's another, that's another day, yeah. you know, so. 100%. Um, then, do you think estimations are okay, or do we always need exact numbers? Estimations are okay. okay. Overthinking, no. You know, estimate, always estimate a problem, yeah. um, or estimate a, estimate a number, no. Um, I think being too exact, um, or only as I say, I always go back, go back to try. If we estimate everything, it might be boring. I mean, sorry, if you if you if make everything exactly, make everything sorry, make everything exactly right, it's going to be boring. Always estimate. I think like to the point, fine. But say if you're going to the elite level in the sport or something like that, you need to you know tailor something to the point yeah. of to, to that. You yeah. know, it does. But but in general, life, someone that's not you know trying to make a specific weight by a specific time. Do you know, there's no need. No, 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 we're not. We're not. We're not going to win trophies. We're not elite. We're not elite athletes. Yeah. You just want to feel good. Estimation and, and um, yeah. I, like I'll give you the, an exact example. When I was coming back from my first cruciate, um, I had pulled myself. I remember Ibrahimovic. No, Ibrahimovic gets all the help in the world. An elite athlete. Everything in his favor. Got the surgery immediately. No way and delay and all that. He came back in six months from his ACL, and I just had this thing in my head. I'm going to beat him. I didn't give a shit. I was just. I'm beating him. I don't care, he's this, I'm beating him. And I had this figure in my head, it's like, I'm making it five months. Not factoring in the fact that I didn't get my surgery until three months after. I also required two bouts of surgery instead of one because I also tore my meniscus, LCL, and MCL with it. And then you go to the point that you get back and you break down afterwards. Yeah. What, to be the hero for yourself? No, no. I look, as I say, into the day, I, I did my cruciate when I was 16 and it still plays up me, like. Yeah, if you don't look after it. If you don't look after it, like, I, mean, I look after it, but. I know guys in football when they were 16, 17 had their back surgery. I'm like, well, the football team are gone, like. They don't care. These footballers at the moment with these, with these, with these uh, in, uh, surgeries, they're getting paid, they're getting endorsed, they're, they're selling their jerseys. That's why they want, that's why the club wants to make the, this, get the best medical team to come in and fix these things a little bit. So we must remember that. We're not, we're not, we can do, all you do is do your best, but these athletes have. People around them. Exactly. Everywhere. Support is the yeah, massive, massive thing. Massive, massive thing, yeah. 100%. Last one on that is do people express themselves to impress others or to progress? Impress. All of it. I think it's, it's, it's with the society we live in at the moment um, is to impress people. Um, I think it's an Irish thing. I've been honest, I think it's an Irish thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the big car, big house, the jewellery, the bags, the, the brands. Um, oh, look at me, I'm a wannabe American. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a Cardassian, it's not a Cardassian thing, but it's, um, I just, people look at you, um, if you don't have the big car outside, if you don't have the house, they don't look at you, that, you're, that you do well for yourself. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Doing well is being happy, man, that's what I say. In the day, we're all going to six foot on the ground. Yeah. 
That's the end of the day, like, when it comes down to simple as that, it doesn't matter if you have the best of clothes. End of the day, we're going to die, we're going to give 600. I'm not being bad about it, but, yeah. you know. I, I think it personally it comes down to two, one, but one specific variable. Um, it's whether what you're impressing or what you're expressing is internal or if it's external. So if it's internally motivated, you're doing it for you. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's benefiting you and you're expressing that to the world. I think that's fine. But when you're doing something that's externally motivated because someone else is doing it or someone else being leaves, that's good and you're trying to, I think that's trying to impress people. Yeah, it's said, and it's, there's a self-esteem issue there somewhere. Yeah. Big time. Down the line, there, the, the death. Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely an Irish thing because I don't see that anywhere else in the world. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's crazy. I don't know, I cannot blame anything, but it is like it's an Irish thing. Yeah. So many things are Irish things, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so many things. So many things. Yeah. Great, we're nearly there. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. My last little question for you is if you give three overall well being tips for any of the listeners, what would you say to me? Well being, talk first in is the first one. Okay, very important. Um, second of all, exercise, look after. Exercise is very good, very good for mental health. It's powerful, isn't it? It's man, massive, massive. I know even a rainy day like this now today, like, you know, I want to get a workout done because if you look up the doom and gloom, it looks at least the workout perk up a bit. Do you know what actually kills me? It's, it's the not doing the workout. I feel lazy, I feel useless, I'm like, why can't I do that, you know, and that just gets me down after, you yeah. I do it then, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's great for you, and people, it, I, I always say to clients, it's, it's not, it's not doing the workout, it's getting out, getting up all your, off your arse, or getting them off, off getting off the couch, and, and just, to do it, done, to yeah. do it, there's the hard part, yeah. you know, I'll go and bother, I procrastinate, I'll do something else, yeah. but in the day, the, the day is kind of, oh, just, God, I feel like shit, yeah, exactly, and, you know, it's, it is great. And look, it is, it is, studies have shown that exercise is for your mental health, for your physical health. Just, we don't, we don't realise how good it is for us. So, the third one, uh, so I said, men, I said, men, I said, talk, I said, men, uh, exercising for mental health. I suppose the third one as well is um, spending time with loved ones. Um, you know, if, if a person does, if, you, if a person, well, I'm going to phrase this now. I'll just say just look after you, look after love us and spend time with them because they don't be around forever. Yeah. You know. Um so that's 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 a very important thing as well. Um so there's your tree. There you go. Take those on board though guys. Oh, nice. Trevor, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thanks a million for coming on. Um, it was absolutely wonderful listening to you and some of the stories you shared were just absolutely oh, fantastic. Uh, so oh. thanks very much for that. For the rest of you guys, we'll catch you in a bit and thanks for watching.